and to make them feel like they're special. It's going to be hard. It's going to always be hard with black women. It, it, it is what it is. Yeah. Black women are strong. They're tough. They're very emotional. And you just got to be a strong and tough man to deal with it. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, we got to start doing better with them and doing better by them. Period. Facts. Yeah. What's up? This your girl Khadija, a.k.a. Arcadia, and you tuned into my boys Max Sayless and Mike Navarro on Facts from the Lab. My name is Max Salas, and I love black women. My name is Mike Navarro, and I love black women. That's interesting because we actually happen to have a beautiful black woman here with us today to join us on yeah. a very interesting topic. We love having black women on the show, beautiful oh, yeah. black women. <laughs> Our returning face, Miss Talisha. How you doing? What's going on, you guys? And for this episode, we're talking about a very heavy topic that has been like a huge topic of conversation as of late and that is the protecting of black women and do they feel protected by us men and that's what we got Talisha here for and we and we're just going to dive into this and just you know try to figure out what could be done both sides and make and see what both sides can do to try to you know to make Make things get a better understanding, I guess. You know yeah. what I'm saying from both sides because there's a lot of it's so much heated conversation you see on social media about this topic, and we're gonna try to have a more civilized talk about this. I think what it is on social media is everybody is speaking from a personal perspective, and nobody is willing to communicate and look yeah, understanding. So everybody coming off, you know, personal experiences. And nobody is not not trying to find that middle ground of understanding. So tonight, hopefully, we can you know break down a few barriers and get some understanding. And, and, and see it's just to fix some things. And it's just too much attacking the other side and not enough trying to like understand. talk understand. and understand. Yeah. Nobody wants to talk. <coughs> excuse me. Talk and understand. They just want to attack, attack, attack. That's that's what we're not gonna do tonight. Nope, not at all. Okay. All right. So, Matt, you said you had a recent convo with somebody about this topic. So, what what went down with that, and is it something you wanted to bring up? Um, basically, <clears throat> it was with a, um, a friend of mine, and she was just basically telling me how, like, you know, when she like go to the store or when she's out and about, you know, she have to be on her phone because she gets approached by, you know, she get approached by men, and when she reject them it's always like negative backlash or threats so now it gets to the point where she had to give out a fake number you know in order oh, to yeah. just like feel safe because people don't know how to take rejection you know so it's like i kind of I, I understand her plight you know because i have a little sister that i care for deeply and every day i had this conversation with her and i asked her i'm like do you feel valued and protected by me? You know, because I need to know that I'm out here doing my part to make sure that the women in my lives, not just them, but women in general, know that, you feel me, I'm I'm here to protect and help in any way I can. Mm -hmm. Right, right. That's crazy that you said that you had a conversation with 
a, a friend about like having to give out like fake numbers and stuff like that because I deal with that like so often whereas though like if I go out somewhere like especially like being like in a city you feel me if you if you're walking down the street if you're a female and you look relatively good or whatever and you're walking down the street in the city it's like and you see like a group of dudes it's like okay if I walk past them what is the probability of one of them saying something to me what is the probability of me being able to successfully get past them without somebody trying to like walk behind me and still continue to get my number even though i'm ignoring them and what is the probability of me successfully like getting away without any conflict so like sometimes you really do have to like stay on your phone and stuff like that because like it is puts you in a really uncomfortable situation when you're like by yourself and you got a whole group of people men behind you or like just staring at you from all angles and they're all looking like they just want to eat you like versus just like yeah versus just like respecting the fact that you're a beautiful black woman and not really wanting anything from you um so like i just i i deal with that a lot you feel me i don't even feel comfortable like really rejecting men like that anymore i'd rather just honestly i don't even give them a fake number I'd rather just give them my number because nowadays people got a little bit smarter, you feel me? They'll call your phone right then and there, right. you feel me, to make sure they got your number. So yes. I feel a little bit more comfortable with just giving the dude my number, letting them call my phone because, like, some men don't take rejection very kindly. You feel me? They'll catch an attitude and stuff like that. Let you call my phone, I block your number later. You feel me? I know I've successfully made it out this situation without any backlash. So yeah, I deal with that a lot. It's sad that you gotta go through that though. Like men should like people should just realize like you have to respect people's space. Like nobody is obligated to give you conversation or a number, you know? Like guys just gotta learn how to compliment women and, you know take rejection the way it is like it happens it happens to the best of us i don't understand the, the rejection thing cause, and honestly i really think it's a lot of the, the younger men I, I don't think it's men our age max or third over 30 mid 30s because i think we were, were probably we were raised differently like these these young niggas that's coming up now they ain't, they ain't most of them ain't got fathers to tell them what, how to treat women most of them you know just just they being they being raised by the streets, so they just gonna do ignorant shit towards women. They raised by the streets and raised and listen to what these rappers are saying, these younger rappers, and they gonna do and approach women with with that type of energy, and it is fucked up. And I, I don't like seeing it, and I, I I don't know what what could be done. To like I just don't think women should be like if you all going out. I just don't think y'all should be alone. I, I think there's, there be. needs to be somebody, somebody, even if it's one of your homegirls, like it needs to be a group of y'all because if something happens, then there'll at least be somebody there to say they saw something or come to your defense because, you know, I don't, I don't even want to think about the day that I hear, like one of my sisters, even though both of my sisters are in relationships, and I don't want to think about that day that something happened to them because they rejected some nigga on the street and he got all pissed off, you know, I don't. I just that's just a, a part of 
this topic that I just just will never ever understand. I don't get it. Yeah, it's just really unfortunate that you know, like women can't even go to work or go to the gym or go shopping, you know, in peace because it's people out here. It's women out here getting killed because they reject guys, and it's like it shouldn't even have to be that deep. Like nobody, I understand that nobody likes rejection. You feel me? But it's just it's part of the risk when you approach somebody and furthermore I just feel like guys need to just learn how to compliment a young lady and just keep it moving you know cause like I do that like if I'm in the mall and I see a young lady looking nice or she got on something cool I be like cool shoes or whatever and then I just keep it moving like it's not that hard you know if she's interested she'll definitely return the conversation or she'll show you you feel me that she's interested but being a creep is not a way to get a woman's attention. Yeah, it's not. definitely not. And I think that, um, I think a lot of it is, uh, from men, a lot of it is stemmed from, like, at home and things that they see. Because, um, you know, a lot of, uh, a lot of moms get beat on by, like, stepdads or dads and stuff like that. And then men grow up thinking that it's okay to control women a certain way because that's what they that's what they see that's what they think is okay that's what they're used to so um, I don't know it's it's kind of weird I mean I go to the gym for real like I remember being in the gym that's, and I was a like dangerous place. <laughs> I was by <laughs> myself and it's like sometimes it I don't even like going by myself sometimes for real because yeah, it's so don't. much mess it's so much like testosterone in men it's like they they they're mostly by like the freeways and stuff like that. I remember going to the gym and it's a couple times it was like the same old older man and it's like um, I was talking to Max and I was like yo I went to the gym and um, every time I go to the gym this man always like walk up to me like don't introduce yourself or anything. It's like oh you're not doing this right or you're not doing that right and I'm just like. I don't like I already know what I'm doing you feel me for the most part right. and you're like he's like oh you're not doing this right you're not doing that right you gotta put your feet like this or you gotta do that he's like checking on what I'm doing and making sure I'm doing it right like really like uh, more attentive than what he should be to me and it's like why are you paying me so much attention you feel me what am I doing that's bothering you that much like why can't I just peacefully go to the gym and do what I want to do if I want to hire a personal trainer then I'm gonna hire somebody that's certified to show me how to do what I'm doing. I'm not hurting mm-hmm. myself. I know what I'm doing. I come right. here consistently. You see me on a consistent basis, so why are you still trying to like tell me what to do? And I was like, yo, why do black men feel like they can just tell us what to do? Like, why do they feel like they need to control what we're doing or have some type of control over something? Like, why can't I just be in peace? <laughs> and I, it's crazy because I've heard people that go to gyms tell me that, like, like the guy I work with was telling me that one time that when he be at the gym, like, it's literally dudes there just to do shit like that. They're not even working out. They're just there to ch- check out females and just and bother them. And that, that shit's kind of sick to me. Yeah. Uh-huh. I ended up, I canceled that membership for that gym because I was like, I don't even feel comfortable like he going here because like even not being here for months and coming back you're still here bothering me like so what would like you're like an older man it's creepy what would make me think if i come here at night by myself that you're not gonna just follow me or 
try and be on some weird shit as soon as I walk out the gym, you feel me? So I just canceled that shit. <laughs> and, and to the men that's listening, when y'all see this shit, when y'all see this kind of disrespect on the street, when they, when women reject these dudes or like what she's talking about in the gym, don't be afraid to intervene in that shit and tell these niggas fall back. Like uh, that that's something that uh, um, we gotta start doing as men. We gotta start checking these niggas that, that act like this on the street. Cause I know y'all see it all the time. So it, I know you, I know you probably, some of y'all probably one of those people that, you know, mind your business or something. They don't want to get involved. But if you see and you know it's wrong, you know, you can't just, just let that slide. You standing right there. No, nah, not me. Um, a friend of mine, uh, like, I used to get on his case because he used to micromanage this woman. And I'm like, bro, like, she a whole grown woman, bro. Like, you can't police this woman everywhere she go. Like, because at the end of the day, she's just going to resent you. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Like you can't control people because people are gonna do what they want to do. Yeah, I never understood that either on both ends. Cause women do the same thing to men. Yeah, you know, they try and control a lot of what they do. And um, I mean, on the other side, women do things to provoke men, which cause them to do things too. But um, I never understood why either on either ends of the spectrum why people try and police can you feel me can i take a swing at that so like from my perspective you feel me being in the military or being active uh i noticed like people who wasn't in charge at home would come to work you feel me and try to flex that that rank over people and i really feel as though when people are lacking in a certain part of their life, they try to overcompensate in another way. So they feel as though if they have somebody to control, they feel a little better about themselves. Yeah. Yeah, you know? So I, I think that's what it is. Yeah, I agree with I that. think when people are lacking, they need to find a way to feel better about themselves. So it's like, hey, you feel me? If I could tell my girlfriend what to do, if I could tell her how to wear her hair, if I could tell her what to wear, you feel me? I, I'm controlling something in life. I may not be controlling my own destiny or where my career is going, but, but I'm control controlling or something. Yeah. yeah, and it makes me feel better about myself. Yeah, yeah, that that, that shit's dangerous. That, that control really freak dangerous. shit. Yeah, that, that leads to problems. And you, and some people, you can sense it in them early, and and that's when I, I don't know. I'm speaking on, on my perspective now. How I how I view people. That's just something that I see early, and I just fall back from because I can't. So off camera, I mean not off camera, off mic. Me and Talisha was talking about how people trap people, you know, mm-hmm. like with kids and whatnot, and I, that's a way of control also. And nine times out of ten, that doesn't always go as planned. Uh, actually, it just really pans out to be worse for the kid that's involved because now that kid is a chess pawn for real, for real, and like now the parents are kind of like trying to like figure out how can you use this chess pawn to make moves in the other person's life and whatnot so yeah that's that's <clears throat> yeah I love it yeah, yeah that, that, that's, some, <laughs> that's some shit that's really gotta, gotta stop I never I don't 
uh, that's why a lot of these women are in the situation they're in right now with baby fathers. Like, I don't, I, I, I don't know. It's, it's hard to understand how these people move now. And, like, that's a. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I what keep, you say? I keep about to cut you off. No, it, it, it's just hard to process that. Cause I just don't understand. Like, this, this shit ain't always you to be like this. Like, this is this is this this new. Not, I don't want to say new generation, but like these what they say these new niggas. These, I, these, I feel like that's always, what this is. Yo. I feel it's, like it's, it's like, always been around, but like now it's like more out in the open and it, it's more popular to do now. Yeah. It, it's a it's a thing, and yes. it's, it's oh, it's, it's bad. Uh, um, I um, I think it's just a thing of taking on like red flags. Like a lot of people ignore the red flags in the beginning, mm-hmm. and it kind of cost them trouble in the end. Um, a lot of, and it's not even just one sided for real with um, men trapping women. Women trap men too oh, yeah. with um, kids. So I think it's like a, you know, like I mean, you get. You get real, y'all, y'all together. You with somebody, y'all together, and stuff like that, and things start to get a little rough. But the the person you with, they kind of like still. They, all right, you with somebody, right. and yeah. y'all together, and let's say that you you go up, you go up a couple more levels than the person that you're with, and you kind of like leaving them behind for real, and that's another way you can kind of like mm. trap. Trap Man. somebody with a kid because it's like, all right, you feel me? You leaving me behind, but you're not really going nowhere right. because now I'm stuck with you for the next eight. Like, you're forced to deal with me now. You feel me? Because you can't keep somebody away from their child if they realistically want to be there. So, um, I think people, uh, the, uh, you catch yourself in some weird situations, especially with, uh, uh, red flags and taking on red flags and thinking about like is this red flag worth sticking around for or is it something that I need to get out of because it's like everybody has red flags and everybody like yeah, it's it's like nobody's perfect it's like what you're willing to deal with you feel me and like what are you willing to take on from that person for real um I don't think people just get to know a person first before they start diving into something. They just, I guess they just they just want the sex quick and then they just yeah. If you, you know nobody goes through that. People people with sex sex is so like easily just thrown out there and people just willing to just do it with anybody and realistically you know what are the odds that every a lot of people aren't having protected sex. You just gonna throw that out there. Like no, a lot of people not. not having protected sex. Whether or not we wanna believe it or not, a lot of people not having protected sex. No, so it's like right. yeah. if you willing to lay down unprotected with somebody, you need to ask yourself, are you willing? Do you would you wanna have a baby by this person? Do you see yourself having a kid with this person if you're willing to lay down unprotected with him? Because, you know, at the end of the day, people get pregnant and it's unexpected you feel me might not pull out as fast as you think you know right. or pre-cum is a thing you feel me and some yeah. of that does happen to females so um sex is so easily thrown out there and it need to be a little bit more personal yeah, it need to be a little bit more sacred and kept to yourself for real and i think that's a lot of reasons why people catch themselves in like fucked up situations because mm-hmm. of sex you feel me sex will get you in a very rare situation you feel me and it'd be hard for you to get yourself out of like you won't even know if you're dealing with somebody that's controlling 
until you, you're consistently having sex with them on a day-to-day basis and you one day decide, you know, I want to cut ties with this person and they not trying to let you cut ties for real. And, I mean, I don't know. Um, y'all brought up very interesting points and I was just sitting over here thinking and listen, listening to you guys talk. Um, so, Mike, I want to address your point first when you said everybody has red flags. Um, I think that's half true. I feel like we all got asterisks instead of just red flags because some what's the I, difference i feel like an asterisk is something that you you notice but it's fixable you feel me and i feel like a red flag is something that's like very 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 noticeable and that's a part of somebody's personality that you that you should you feel me that you should pay attention to um for example an asterisk is like somebody's sarcasm that's that's deal with that's deal withable you feel me that's it's nothing but mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. i feel like a red flag is like when you get into an argument with somebody and they take that shit to a whole yeah level. like they say the like the worst thing they can say to purposely hurt you i feel like that's a red flag you feel me so some people something like feel that you about won't, it you won't notice something like that until y'all in an argument though like I'm, when I say red flag, I mean it's the stuff you kind of like notice, on the like surface. like when you're in that talking stage or whatever, and you yeah. and it's some of the things, the answers to your questions, or the, the way you know you can you can sense it. It's the, that argument thing. You won't even know that until way down the line. I mean, I see what you're saying, but that part I don't think you can really catch that early. Nah, mm. yeah, it's I know. Simple. I know somebody that was in a situation. Um, I know somebody who was in a situation, and before they even got to that situation that they were in, there was like a couple red flags that came to surface. Like, uh, so before she even got with the person that she was with, um, she looked up some things on the person and uh, seeing like they had a couple like uh, court cases um, for a. You know, I don't want to throw too much out there, but they had yeah, a couple yeah. court cases and things like that. And, you know, she gave them the benefit of the doubt and stuff like that, to, uh, that the cases weren't coming back, that they were his fault, like that the things weren't his fault and stuff like that. So um, she gave him the benefit of the doubt and stuff like that. And she continued to like deal with him and things like that. And as the relationship went on, more things came to surface within those court cases that actually came out to be true. And at this point it was like, you know, I'm with you, you feel me? We got this, we together, you know, I'm gonna be here. You know, I didn't mean for a lot of this stuff to happen. So now, you know, you've been in this relationship with this person, you're starting to really believe what they're saying. So it was like the red flags that were at the beginning, they're still there. But the more you're with this person, you're like, mm, I'm trying to give them the benefit of the doubt. You feel me? Because they seem like a nice person. They seem like they didn't do what they're, you know, what was on the cases and stuff like that. Um, long story short, you stick with the person. I mean, well, she stuck with the person, and everything that was seen as red flags two years ago came out to be true. Um, so then she was stuck in a weird situation that um, let her because um, now he um, she's like uh, stuck with him at, uh, stuck with him for years and it put her in a weird situation now she got to deal with some things that have she got to deal with some things around it um, his court cases and things like that so she's still stuck in 
involved with him, even though she's not actually with him. I get what you're saying. You yeah. feel me? Yeah. Without like trying to throw too much out there. Yeah. So it's that's, like, that's, you know, some red flags that they're like there in the beginning. You know, you still try and like see past that because people ultimately people go through things, you feel me? Yeah. People have rough lives, you feel me? People people go through shit. You feel me? So it's like you're not really trying to judge people off their past, off the jump. So, you know, like some red flags you're trying to like just throw them to the side and just like, you know, just like see what or you think you can change them. Or you, you think you can change the person. You, you really can't change the person. You're like, all right, we can work through this together. You feel me? If you do this, uh, you feel me? We do this together. You know, things might change. And they, you know, yeah, we good. We can try it. And realistically, they, they're not really trying. They just saying those things yeah. just to keep you there. Because when you accept somebody after you see that red flag, they think that you're comfortable with it and they don't see a point to change. Yeah. Right? So it that's... that's it just goes back to the whole saying, if you let a person slide, they're going to skate. Yeah. And um, another point I wanted to touch on, you was talking about how people have uh, children to try to trap people. And there's other forms of, like, manipulation out there that I want to address. Um, one of the, like, most slept on forms of manipulation is threatening to kill yourself. Oh, uh, I've seen a lot of couples, well, I've seen people go through it where as though they wanted to leave a relationship, but the significant other would threaten them and say, if you leave me, I'm going to kill myself or I'm going to hurt myself. And people fail to realize, like, when you say things like that, you're keeping a person hostage, mm-hmm. like, mentally and emotionally. Um, it's, it's a lot of ways of mental manipulation out there. And I was just trying to touch on a few because yeah. when you said the whole baby thing that just made me sit here and think like people will try to manipulate somebody financially like they'll know that that person is going through a situation so they'll try to like you know fuck up their money or they'll just make it seem like you need them um, or people will like get together and then like a guy will tell a female like hey I don't like my women working you feel me? I make all the money so you could just take care of the house. Take care of the house. And then when things go south, they use that as leverage and it's just it's just ugly. Like it's real ugly. There's definitely a lot of forms of manipulation out there. That's definitely overlooked. You really gotta know what kind of person you deal with before you get in heavy. Yeah. It's period. Think on average now, as though everything that I've been through in my past and stuff like that, I think on average, honestly, you really need to like just be on a friendship level with somebody for at least like a year, like almost because it really, you know, people can hide their true selves for a really long time. So, I think you really need to really just be like on a friendship level with somebody for a year and get to know them as a friend and how they treat their friends. You feel me? And literally, like, be a friend and see how they treat the people around them. You feel me? And stuff like that. And even see how they treat you on a day to day basis in certain situations. You feel me? See how they are in all different. Because I, I think 
somebody had said recently i seen something on uh facebook you need to see people in all different seasons yeah. Some, yeah. somebody said that i can't remember who said it but you need to I see mean, them why they see mad it, yeah you need to see them why they mad why they sad why they happy why they angry and stuff like that so you know how to deal with the person on those different levels you feel me and sometimes some of those things you're not really going to see just talking to somebody after like two months or a month i like that quote um it was another quote i heard jay-z said it was like the best way to see somebody is to not watch them because when the person know that you're watching them they're going to be on they're going to have an act yeah you just gotta like make it make them feel comfortable to react to certain situations in a natural way you know yeah, um, so that they're not acting yeah, for yeah. Happened naturally. yeah. yeah. just let shit play out and then just take a mental note and be like so that's how you act yeah got it also ask like ask when you talk to people when you try and get to know somebody ask them about their exes you feel me how what happened with their relationships and stuff like that i mean you know everybody's story is always yeah. there's always two sides to a story yeah. but you can kind of get the gist of how a person is and if they admit if they're wrong in certain situations and stuff like that like i know in my past relationship you feel me i know it was a lot of him but i know there were some things that i could have did differently too you feel me and i feel like when you talk to somebody and you're really willing to admit that it wasn't just the other person there were some things that you could have done differently too that that kind of like speaks a little bit of volume and you feel me like that's part of really actually getting to know somebody and you getting to know yourself as a person is being able to admit that you did some things wrong you feel me you could have did some things better too so yeah we would all have Definitely, like this. Like I said, just be mindful of who y'all, what kind of person y'all deal with y'all at the end of the day. That's all we're saying. Yeah. I want to switch gears real quick because I wanted to just type this out while we were talking on a document. Um, So, on Facebook, because like I said at the top of this, that's where a lot of this anger and like bickering back and forth over protecting black women has really been the problem and it's part of the reason why we're even doing this episode mm-hmm. one of the things that sparked this was the um the situation with megan the stallion and tory lanes now i want to ask you to talisha how did you feel about that situation and what how do you feel about the response from everybody regarding this um, and do you think that people were like disrespecting her um first and foremost i think Overall, it was a really weird situation. Like, for, I don't understand how it happened. I'm still trying to figure, like, understand yeah, how I, it I really happened. Don't, for real, I don't like, think we got the full story. All we know like, is what he did. Yeah, but like, we don't know. We enough, like, but, but how did that even? It honestly don't matter. But yeah, it don't even matter. But um, I feel like people scream out protect black women so much, but there was so much backlash against Meg the Stallion for him even when he admittedly said that he shot her in the foot you feel me there was so much backlash on her and oh she's huge and oh she talked like this on her music and oh she's like that and oh she's six feet and like why does any of that even matter like (laughs) why does that even matter she's still a black woman that didn't feel protected by a black man and she was comfortable with being in a car with and he just said oh allegedly i'm sorry because i was too drunk 
what does being too drunk have to do with you, like I mean like what is that, no, that, that right. doesn't you're there's right. no correlation there Dude, I mean, there's I've been shot like many many times and I never ever wanted to shoot a woman in the foot shoot a woman in the foot and not even just any woman a woman that shoot cause they you know they, they've been around each other so that wasn't like yeah, but, the but first time they, cool. they was just in the car they was they're legit they were legit like cool with each other you feel me and if I'm cool with my homeboys you feel me and he get too drunk and then for whatever conversation in the car left for him to shoot me in my foot or anywhere or shoot at me for any particular reason that's like i don't know like i would feel i don't know i, would, I don't know how i would feel like that you're supposed to be my homeboy you being too drunk should not have led to me getting shot being with you and you don't want being a shooter like that just don't make any sense and i just i feel for her because she already gets so much backlash anyways because she's a tall woman yeah. you feel me people already call her a man and stuff like that like there's no such thing as a tall woman like <laughs> you feel me yeah like we exactly. do we we have tall women like so like people really give her so much backlash anyways and i don't understand because she's tall and i just feel like as a I don't know, as a woman that's tall and the things that she talk about in her music, I mean, that just because she's talk about she got a wet ass pussy and she throw her ass back everywhere, that doesn't give her a reason to be disrespected by a black woman, a black man. Like, it's, it, that doesn't give her a reason to be disrespected by a black man, especially one that she's cool with like not like a just a nigga on the street but like right, one that she's right. very cordial with that does like i don't know i wouldn't have accepted his apology either i wouldn't answer oh, no. his ass back i Can't like i don't even why would you even apologize thinking like you feel me i, I don't know yeah, then he apologized via text. Though. Yeah, then via text. Like, there's really nothing he can say, honestly. I like, I, I, that's why he. He could at least. I tried face to face, though, but like, I text, though. <laughs> a text. Yeah, that. The text. Like, then, like, how do you put that together? Like, I'm sorry I shot you in your foot. <laughs> like, uh, like, were like, you drunk uh, sending that? Like, what it, was there emojis too? Like, I don't know. It's just a lot of questions that that goes into. I wouldn't it, even feel I like. I don't think we had a time. I don't even. I, I don't even feel like he was actually sorry for real. He just did it just because you know publicity. Son, you feel me? Just to say that he did. Just to say that he apologized for real. Because if you genuinely, even you could have even recorded a fucking video. Yeah. You feel me? And sent a vi video or something. Yeah, I definitely. You feel me? Put that shit on. Yeah, like a public apology. Put that shit on your social media platforms. Like something to actually say that you were sorry. But you just text her vi text. You need to. Uh, apologize to the public you feel me too for the way that you're acting you're supposed to be like a celebrity you feel me you got people that not look up to you but look up to you you feel me you're letting this younger generation know that it's okay to treat a woman any type of way when you're drunk you feel me just because you're too drunk you feel me so ultimately I think our artists send a message like with respect to black women and protecting black women because you know it all starts somewhere you yeah, feel yeah. me and it's just sending a message to the younger generation that you know that's not helping the younger, younger generation learn the younger generation of men learn to protect black women you feel me looking at stuff like that yeah like i remember seeing niggas talking about uh 
Shout out to Tori Lanez, me shooting bitches this summer. And I'm just like, I'm why is that, that okay to like, even make a joke about that? I, I mean, <laughs> I, I don't know. My my friends list is a lot different from everybody else's, so I don't know what they're saying on their news feeds. But nah, it wasn't it, necessarily somebody on my friend list saying it. Like somebody shared it, and like yeah, their caption yeah, was like, that's this the, leave. I'm glad you said that's the shit that I hate. Why y'all even giving sharing these it. niggas the the attention they want by sharing their posts? I hate that shit. Stop sharing that shit Cause this shit Lord Jesus Alright I'm I'm really Like fed up with the, With these younger niggas Cause that, that's really Who it is They are the ones That are That get Hyped up And, and gassed up About what the shit These rappers say In their songs And then they get on To say shit That like You just said You good over there I'm sorry I was looking at a story Alright But um Like with the shit That you just said uh, About Um what niggas said were the Tory. Yeah, yeah, were Tory and ca- calling her a snitch. Like, you know, y'all niggas, y'all claim to be street niggas yeah. and don't know what a snitch really is. That shit is and, weird. And, when yeah. they try to compare that shit to Rainbow Head, boy, yeah, like, yeah, oh, it's two different situations. I wasn't, I don't, I don't remember <laughs> that day, but I wasn't even going to speak on any of that situation until I saw somebody mention 6 9 and I had to say something. Oh, that was, boy. That, that's not even. It's nowhere near the same That's fucking not the thing same. at all. I didn't. I didn't say nothing because, like, I think me and Talisha had the convo about this episode like a little, like, a few days before it happened, or right, right after. And I was just saving everything for the for this episode. Um, for one, like, you can't compare the two because, like, Meg is a whole civilian out here. She ain't in the trenches. You feel me? She ain't a hood nigga. You feel me? So there's no rules that she gotta abide by. You feel me? Um, it's ridiculous. Huh? No, I was just saying it's it's, it's, it's ridiculous. I'm just sitting here thinking about it, like the, the all the shit that I've seen niggas say, and this is exactly why women are saying what they're saying, cause y'all get on here and say shit like this, and y'all actually defending Tory actions and talking about and like he, he didn't ever run this. I can't, I cannot back any male celebrity that does shit like this to women. This is why I also have issues with Chris Brown and I don't even really want to bring him up and get into mm-hmm. his shit but I, I can't even do, I can't defend him either. Like when you do this shit to black women then you are put in a in a category to me you're put in a category where you you I don't look at you the same. I don't even want to put you on scale with other, other motherfuckers in music or in all of pop culture period. Yeah, like it just like, tripped me out. Like when, like when I was looking in the comments when niggas said uh, "word and Tory shooting bitches" or something, I'm like, yo, I guarantee that any nigga that commented on this post agreeing with this shit, if you if you look that nigga in his face and say, "I'll smack the shit out your mother," like he will swing. So like, exactly with that mentality, like, bro, you can't sit up here and like talk like this about somebody else's daughter or sister or something. When in your heart of heart, you know that you will feel the type of way if a nigga threatened to smack the shit out your sister or your mom or your daughter. And it's just, it's just mind boggling. Like, yeah, we like to be on social media and so jokes, but it's it's a line that you don't cross. Yeah, exactly, exactly. That's kind of um, crazy that you... I didn't even see that we shooting bitches all summer. It's kind of crazy because uh, I know a decent amount of women got shot in Baltimore yeah. just over the past six months, you feel me? And a lot of times they always say when women get shot, there's a chance that it was by a spouse or somebody like... or a man or somebody, you know, that 
they they've been in some type of contact with at some point. So um, for some for that to really go around social media like it's not a real thing that black women or women in general do really get shot by black men or just men in general you feel me just that that going around that's that's crazy i mean you know not saying it you know some people put themselves in certain situations that cause them to get shot and stuff like that but you know for the people women and children you feel me they always just say that they was off limits when it came down to any situation and just over the past this year so many women and children have gotten shot in a crossfire for whatever reason you feel me so i mean I, that's just mind-boggling that you even said that you seen that on social media that people said that they were shooting bitches or some of you know like tori whatever that comment i mean whatever that post was, was that's just kind of crazy i'm just sitting there reading this shit like just scrolling and like Niggas really in the comments like bagging this shit up you, like yo y'all niggas you're, you're a fucking coward if you have to raise a gun to a woman and she doesn't have one raised at you. Period. It is there's no fucking reason to do it. I don't care how angry she makes you. Like I, I just don't understand the, the mentality of these new niggas nowadays. I don't understand why they and then the shit becomes so, like we were just talking about, they think this shit is cool and I don't know where they getting this shit from. It's, it's just, shit just terrible, man. I, I mean. It's just like it just became so common and popular to degrade women in some type of way. Yeah, and I don't like, want to keep blaming rappers and shit like that because this, this is, this comes from the streets. This comes from how they're everywhere. Like, everywhere. Honestly, you can be raised completely right. You feel me? Have the best life, both parents, you know, never really argued and stuff like that. But if your mind is not right, if your mindset not right, then you still can catch yourself in crazy situations for real. Yeah, because I be knowing county niggas that be living in nice-ass houses and was raised the right way and then mom and dad and still come to Baltimore and try to be, you know, try to be nigga niggas and I was like, bro. <laughs> Take that good life. <laughs> you know, like, it ain't even worth it for real, for real, yo. Like, you about to die for clout, my nigga. Like, it's not that good. That's not going to get you nothing. <laughs> you earn nothing. I think while we on the topic of like men police and women, like I really want to talk about WAP, yo. Like I know the hype kind of died down, but it's like, yo, I seen more men. Talk We're actually prepping an episode for this this song. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Go ahead, go ahead, finish. Now nah, I'm just saying I seen more men talk about the song than women, and I'm like, bro, like I listen to the song. And I'm like, y'all niggas don't realize like this is the cheat code. Like, <laughs> it's new niggas, yo. Like, like every, we see niggas like us know. Like, like every woman that played this song felt the type of way while listening to this song. I'm like, y'all niggas don't realize like this does have to work for us. <laughs> like y'all mad about a song that helps you get pussy, my nigga. Ow, somebody. Who who was it? Um. A former football player, I can't remember who it was, but he went to Twitter and just like, like lashed out about that song. And I, I'm like, I don't even want to, I, I don't want to paraphrase nothing he said, but like, 
nigga, really, this is the songs like this are not new in rap, yo. Just don't. Thanks. This is this is this is like, bro. We've been seeing this shit since Uncle Luke Two Live Crew in '91. Yeah, years. And, and here you are talking about oh, they they degrade themselves. They and they portraying being whole. They trying to make holes look a good thing. Blah blah blah. Like yo, oh my god. See, this, my name and is this is a and I just want to go on the record and say I love holes. <laughs> I just want to know why women are so easily considered a hoe and men aren't. This is what women get mad about. Like niggas won't even just let women have fun to a song. Like why we it's can't just have fun? Men have fun all the time, but right. as soon as and, women and want to have fun, we're considered hoes and shit. Like you realize when women are comfortable and having fun, that opens it up and that kind of make women more likely to want to have fun hey, fun. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that shit be blowing me, bro. And I'm just like, yo. And then niggas was talking about the lyrics in the song. I'm like, my nigga, like, one of the first hip-hop songs was, like, I said a hip, a hop, a hip, a hip-hop. Like, my nigga, like, that wasn't lyrical. Well, it was in the defense of that. That was before lyrics were being taken serious. Yeah, yeah, I, I get it. I get it. Bro, I, yeah, I Bro, <laughs> go through my notes right now because you know I'm prepping for bars I hate, my nigga. Like, yeah, well, we, we ain't gonna go there. Like, I'm just saying, like, time. we we let Lil Wayne get away with saying, Oh, man. <laughs> I'm nasty, like, CY Phyllis. And we all know that syphilis is spelled with ass. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, we, let, we, let, we let niggas get away with so much, yo. Like, we let Jeezy get away with these faggot ass niggas wrap their lips around my dick. Like, we. And y'all mad that females are rapping about wanting to be nasty my nigga like that shit doesn't matter nobody gave Lil Kim this smoke oh man nobody she, when she gave came out. any smoke no, nobody gave Trina this smoke I think nobody what's gave, the what's the difference I think nobody gave Lil Kim smoke cause she was just so raw with it yo like she was raw with it she, she was, was, like, she was tough and sexy <laughs> at the same time yo she was like <laughs> she was like this junk in my trunk ain't built for chumps <laughs> like when, when somebody say shit like that you definitely got to Shit. Like, yeah. it makes you think, like, damn, do I really, am I mad enough to fuck this? Yeah. <laughs> like, but, yeah, well, um, that yeah, brings another nice. thing. Do people, like, do people, how do people feel when they mess with somebody that's, like, out of their league? Like, that you, that you know they're out of your league? You, not, yeah. yeah, you know they're out of your league. Like, like, I'm messing with you. You're out of my league. You feel me, like, because you just said, you know, because he just said, Lil' Kim, you know, damn, am I man enough to actually, like, oh, yeah. you feel she me? Stuff like that. Yeah, like, I mean, I don't feel like, I don't feel like a woman like that is out of my league. It just makes me be on my A game, like, you no, feel you me? If, really yeah, like, if I'm yeah, if I'm talking to a young lady and she's, like, telling me, like, certain things, it just makes me, you feel me, like, want to be my best, like, want to bring my A game. So, I feel like, it. At the end of the day, I really feel like nobody should feel like anybody is out of their league because we're all human. You feel me? We all bleed the same. And um, everybody, like, confidence is definitely half the battle. Like, you shouldn't approach somebody that you think is out of your league because if they know that, they're going to, 
either turn you down or if Trap y'all you. do like if y'all exactly they gonna be like oh I'm out your league huh but go make me a sandwich nigga right? <laughs> <laughs> Shit. so like every every like you feel me we ain't telling y'all niggas to be creeps but you feel me just approach it with confidence and respect and be like yeah. you know just be on top of your respect game. that's the key word respect yeah i think a lot of y'all don't know what that word means and uh i think a lot of things protecting black women and everything that all just starts with respect yeah you feel me everything is just stem from respect yeah. you gotta have enough respect for yourself and just for the people around you just to do it is right yeah fellas we gotta respect these women's spaces like they're not obligated to talk to anybody they don't want to Real shit. they don't owe anybody any type of conversation Real shit. like they don't have to run it by us and ask us is it okay if we wear x y or z no. Nah, I mean, like, we got to stop policing these women, you feel me? Because um, it's, it's not a good look. Really and like I said earlier, don't be afraid to put a nigga in his place if you see him doing it to a female. You, like, that that's what... You can't just sit back and just watch niggas just disrespect women and, and you know, throw a little bitch fit because she said no or you can't have my number or none of this shit. Like, you got to... You gotta be more respectful than that. And if you see a nigga not doing that, especially if it's one of your own boys, don't, oh, don't, man. if it's one of your boys, don't just not say nothing because it's your boy. No, you tell him because you can ask Max, you can ask him, my friend, I'm that friend. I'm, I'm glad I, that y'all that friend. Yeah, I'm Real definitely shit. that friend. Cause I'm, I will tell all my homies, look, yo, that, that shit. I thought that's... But, but thankfully, none of my friends do shit like that, I so I'll never have to worry that. about I'm that. I'm glad that y'all those friends, you feel yeah. me? Because there's quite a lot of times, like, on both ends, men are okay with being friends and cool with men that don't take care of their kids. Oh, no. You yeah. feel me? They Or, like, disrespect women, you feel me? There's still people that hang around people that that do those things and it's like how can you be cool with somebody who you feel me there's people that like they're cool with being like close to people that they're they know that they're cheating on a spouse and stuff like that you feel me like how are y'all okay with not putting your somebody like trying to like yo get your shit together you feel me because like I mean, like, it's not your responsibility at mm-hmm. the end of the day, but, like, yeah. you know, you it's watch, you got to watch the company that yeah. you keep, you feel me? And it's, like, everybody that you hang around is ultimately a reflection of you in some way, whether or not, you feel me, not to say you don't take care of your kids because he don't, but, like, in some way, everybody around you is a reflection of you and everybody, yeah. they, they help they can even help or hinder your future being just being in contact with certain people for real so it's like why don't people more people like you know it's like y'all want police y'all girls and shit why don't y'all police y'all friends you feel me right. to do the yeah. right things right. when they're doing fucked up shit you feel me right and that's why i make sure i keep good dudes around me and i keep my circle small because i don't really trust too many niggas so no i just shit. i just like for shout, shout out to my man stacks and my man rod before I met Max, those been my only two homeboys for almost 20 years, and then yeah. now I got Max. So now it's four of us, and that's and that's and that's it. Because I trust these niggas, and I know they will never 
do any shit like this, and I would never have to step to them and say, look, what you just did was wrong, and I know all all their judgment is better than that. Yeah. And this is something that I also preach to my little brother who's 19, because I think he has the same mentality as me. He got a little bit of friends, too, that he keep around, and he hang around, you know, good dudes, too. All his friends, and they all look up to us, too. I remember one of his friends just told us that not too long ago, that they look up to me and Max, and I try to teach them that, look, make sure you hang around good people and don't hang around people that you know is gonna be bad influences or try to get you to do the wrong yeah. shit. And he see me he sees me with my friends and he sees the example I'm saying and he and he follows that and I'm I'm proud of my brother for that for making those decisions because yeah. like there's a lot of niggas out here like that and they, they that's 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 just some dangerous shit you don't want to be around. Yeah, I know my mom's always told me growing up, just like in general, like because um my mom, she she works for the public, so she drives the MTA bus, public transportation. And mm-hmm. I, when I was younger, I used to have to sit on a, the bus with her and stuff like that. So I used to see like the junkies and stuff like that. Right. So firsthand, she used to tell me like, you know, if you hang around a bunch of junkies, then you'll become a junkie. If you hang around a bunch of people that are millionaires and billionaires and successful people, you'll become one of those people. So you really ultimately have to watch the company that you keep because they will mold you, especially from a young age growing up. You feel me? Like, the older you get, you feel me? You get a mind for yourself, but it's still like you still got to watch these people that you let implement certain things into your head and say certain things around you because, you know, everything shapes and molds you in some certain way for real. So, yeah. Throw it out there. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I mean, that's true. The company you keep wisely, definitely. I mean, you don't, because if you, around, another thing is if you're around bad people and other people know those people, they're going to, those people that, if other people know that those people you're hanging with are bad, guess what? They're going to group you with them. Yeah. But they don't yeah, even know that you ain't like one them. Of them. That's why you got to be smart about that shit. Yeah, I know the point, Max. You thinking about something? Oh, nah. I'm just listening and taking it all in. Y'all, you guys are hitting on points that I agree with. And, um, so I want to ask. Wait, go ahead. My bad, my bad. What are you saying? Oh, no. I think it all just boils down to like understanding and comprehension and communication because you can have communication, but communication ain't shit if both parties don't hit a mutual ground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, y'all can y'all can talk all day. You feel me? Say I'll blue in the face, but if y'all not understanding what each other is saying, saying then it's pointless. That's that's definitely something that's lost in in the black community, especially during these times, is communication. Like this, this is a time right now, and with everything going on in the world, that we really need to be better at communicating and not just yelling yeah and comprehending and not just yelling and arguing with each other saying it's your fault no it's your fault no and we don't need that right now we need to be be like united yeah and we be talking shit out because the way it's going right now this shit ain't going it's not gonna solve anything it's not at all oh um i wanted to ask you because i don't i don't know how far we are in this episode as far as time but um so I wanted to ask you to to end this. What can, what do you think, black men should do better so that black women feel more safer, feel more protected, feel more, feel more like they're being loved? Okay. Just to sum it up. To sum it up, what do I think 
Just you can speak for yourself. You ain't got to speak for everybody. Just overall, in general, yeah. I think what should be done better when you're rejected by a black woman, take take the no, take the L and move on. Just take the L and move on. Take you feel L. me? Don't keep trying to go back and, oh, you you can't have friends or oh you don't want to have friends and don't try and keep going back you feel me um learn to understand black women and understand where we come from you feel me uh i feel like women go through a lot just like in general and i'm not gonna say we go through more than men but i feel like women ultimately over life that we go through a lot you feel me from like you know we bleed every month you feel me we carry kids for 10 months you feel me like we go through a lot of things physically and mentally so i think black men you know learn to understand us and understand why we are the way we are you um and just learn how to love us you feel me it's not hard to love a woman we don't ask for too much like we really don't like for real like i mean you might get a woman that asks for like expensive shit but overall we don't ask for too much you feel me it's not a lot to protect love or cater to a black woman you feel me we just ask for time respect respect yeah. Literally, just that's respect. It. That's it. That's you feel it. me? That's literally it. Just respect. We just ask for respect. You feel me? And time to understand us. You feel me? Just yeah. not just like, you feel me? Just pushing us to the side or, or doing whatever because you don't understand why we are the way we are. You feel me? Just take time to understand us. I think that's the main thing. That, that sounds dual. Yeah. Uh, uh, that sounds like something that can, you know that can be done and um i think the things that you saying are actually kind of cool because like when you it's, it's really cool getting to know a person because you find out uh you actually find out some new things about yourself as well and um just taking the time to like take it slow and like explore each other figure out what you guys have in common what you don't it's just it's, it's dope so i think you feel me doing those things that you said is pretty much beneficial for both parties. Yeah, but I um a while back I made a very very lengthy post. Very. Yeah, I think <laughs> I think you remember what post I'm talking about. As soon as you said it, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I, I yeah. Didn't remember because it, it was very lengthy. Yeah, that was a long ass fucking post. But no, we're going this topic, and I'm I don't feel like searching for it. But to to paraphrase it a little bit. Like, but black women are everything to me. A black woman brought me into this world. There's a whole lot of black women in my family. Cousins, aunts, everything. I got two sisters, you know. I mean, one of the, growing up, the, one of the closest people I was, the, one of the people that I was the closest to was my great-grandmother. Mm-hmm. Went to church with her every Sunday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I lost her in 2009, or was it 2010? I can't remember. But... All having all these women around me just made me appreciate black women. When I, I am, when I marry a black woman, I'm gonna give her the world, cause I'm gonna marry a black woman. Mm-hmm. Cause I, I can't see myself with nobody else. Cause that's how much I, I love them. Like I can never see myself <laughs> disrespecting or doing half the shit that I'm seeing out here in the world right now. I, I can't. I can never do that. I don't. And 
I hope one day when I, if I have a son, I teach him, look, you, I need you to be this man. Yeah, teach him how to Because you see this, this is what you're not going to be. This is how it's done. Because I don't think these niggas now are getting that from their nah. um, guardians, whoever's in their life. So that's why I kind of, like I was just talking about my brother, I kind of set that example with him. I tell him the same thing. This is who you got to be, you know. We have to start doing a better job at making black women feel safe. I can't speak for everybody, and I can't, you know, father all these niggas to tell them what to do. I can, at the end of the day, I can only speak for myself. And I know that I'm here to protect them, to love them, and to make them feel like they're special. It's going to be hard. It's going to always be hard with black women. It, it, it is what it is. Yeah. Black women are strong. They're tough. They're very emotional. And you just got to be a strong and tough man to deal with it. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, we got to start doing better with them and doing better by them, period. Facts. Yeah. There's always, um, let me just throw this out there. There's always, uh, I, don't under, I don't understand why it's so hard sometimes for black men to respect black women because a black woman birthed you. Yeah, like and I a black said. woman almost died giving birth to you. The probability of a black woman surviving childbirth is very slim yeah. nowadays, even in general. So it's like to know that there's a possibility that a, a black woman could have died just to get you out there should give you the motive and the strength to know how to respect black women. Because I almost died giving birth to my daughter like I almost bled the fuck out you feel me so like just knowing that like I didn't even know like it was gonna be like that you feel me so like my mom told me that and you feel me just like for to be there to witness that you know just in general you would think that that would have you to have make you have a lot more respect for black women and the things that we go through and stuff like that because it's rough for us it's definitely really rough for us i'm not saying it's not rough for black men you feel me but we definitely it's definitely rough for us you feel me it's, it's rough for physically black it is rough for black people as a whole you feel me so we just gotta learn to respect each other yeah. ultimately and learn to understand each other because if we understood each other as a whole and we're more united then we wouldn't have a lot of problems that we're having now i totally agree um like mike like mike said um you know i have a lot of black women in my family um two of my best friends are black women and um my official photographer is a black woman so I, I have a love of, I have a lot of love and admiration for black women because I was raised by one and I seen everything that she went through to help make me the man I am today so um I, I just couldn't see myself like disrespecting black women you know, or like treating them just any kind of way and like Talisha said I just think that the answer to everything is communication and respect. Like, we just gotta find that mutual ground and just build upon it. Because yeah. at the end of the day, we need each other. Oh, shit. Because we all we, all we got. Yeah, and like we like I said, especially during these times, like, we, we really need, need to be there for each other and not go in war with each other like we are right now. That's. Yeah. Most definitely. Yeah. So, um,. I feel like this was very 
it was a very informative episode. Um, Definitely, yes. Yeah. This was needed. Yeah. But um, we're going to just go ahead and get to the closing remarks, and we just going to uh, wrap up. So uh, That was my closing remark. Yeah. That was an awful. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you again for no problem. We appreciate you. No you know. problem. For those of y'all that don't know, she is our official photographer that Max was just talking about. Yeah. So, <laughs> so all those new pictures of us that y'all just seen, this is courtesy of her. And thank you again for that. Thank you. I appreciate and, it. Uh, I really enjoy having you know a beautiful black woman as a photographer. Definitely appreciate it. So. Uh, all right, you guys, we about to head out. Now, I mean, take care of some things. Uh, prepping for the next episode, which is exactly, I mean, directly after this one. Yeah, we're trying, <laughs> we trying to turn them out for y'all. We're uh, we, we trying to go as fast as we can. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, if you got any thoughts about this, hit us up. Anything that we missed, you feel me? Anything that we didn't touch on that you feel as though we need to touch on, hit us up in the comments. Let us know. You know we are interactive podcast. We fuck with y'all. So, yep. go ahead, fuck with us. Uh, that's your boy Max A. Less. And Mike Navarro. We out of here.